Welcome to KC Corner, episode 10. Joined by Jeff Jakes, as always, on this little chillier morning. It's amazing, Brooks. You got a sweatshirt on out here this morning. I know. Yeah. It's, been, it's been a little bit. I th- We thought we were going right in the spring. We got one last cold front. I know. It's really kind of nice, isn't it? I mean, it really <laughs> it is. is. And it's going to. I looked at the calendar for next week or the weather for next week, and then we're back into the 90s. But, uh, <laughs> back in the Florida heat. Exactly. But right now in the 50s, it's, it's kind of nice. So it's a beautiful morning. Um, Good morning, beloved King's Chapel family and friends. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for setting us up again, Brooksy. Hey, we're up to double digits, man. We're yes, at 10. Yes, exactly. All the way. 10 weeks. Yes, Let's go. That is incredible. And then I know you wanted to now get into a little of the unfortunate little coronavirus update that we're going to be doing weekly now. Well, you know, and even with this update, I don't know how much of an update, but first and foremost, just to say, I really miss not seeing our people. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, I mean, just gathering on Sunday morning, so grateful for the ability to stream live and so grateful to tune in. But I miss people and I, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm an extrovert. I, I love being a pastor. <laughs> But we're praying, and uh, I love it because Katie and I are trying to set aside time every day to to pray through our database, pray through uh, some people that are coming to mind. And it was interesting to watch the president yesterday talk about the next 30 days are going to be grim. And um, I don't know, it just to me, that just puts some weight on this, Brooks. You mm-hmm. know, I, I haven't uh, personally been affected as much about, obviously, you know, you don't go places and you just kind of, uh, your life schedule is a little different. But um to hear that the next 30 days could be grim. And, you know, they, they're talking about some numbers. Uh, did you see some of the numbers of possible fatalities, like 100 yep. to 200 mm-hmm. and some yeah. odd thousand people? And, you know, I just, before we uh, kick this episode off, uh, I Googled uh, how many American soldiers died in World War II, and it was like 235,000. And, and to think that this COVID-19 could could possibly, Lord, please no, um, take out that many Americans. It's it's kind of staggering. Mm-hmm. And so I think I saw that the the number was four thousand deaths in America this morning, or we, we've we've surpassed four thousand. And really, in the next thirty days, it's going to grow that much. I mean, could it can it be that much? So I don't know. I, I just it's uh, it's truly a call to prayer. Uh, truly a reminder of what we're battling, um, you know, this unseen enemy, uh, so to speak. But how great to know, Brooks, like we saw on Sunday, and maybe we can go right into what I meant to say. Go for it. All right, all right, all right fantastic, is that our God is, is in control. I mean, um, as we've wrapped up the series in Revelation, in Revelation 5, uh, what is just this res- resounding Uh, message that we cannot miss is that this triumphant lamb is worthy and he's worthy of our worship Uh, he is worthy because he is in control he's worthy because he's uh, opened up these seven seals which is really God's plan and so in the midst of COVID-19 in the midst of anything that happens in our life we know that Jesus because of his life death and resurrection God's good plan is unfolding, and it's going to end really well, you know, so we don't have to fear. It's going gonna, it's gonna to end well for, for us, his children. It's not going to end well for those who aren't, but God is in control. He is completely worthy, and I'm so grateful for that. So as we now wrapped up uh, the book of Revelation uh, in those 11 
sermons. How was it for you going through the book of Revelation for the first time? You know, it was... uh, (laughs) Not first time reading it. (laughs) (laughs) No, not the first time reading, but it was the first time preaching through. And again, I... I, uh, I kind of only went in the shallow end of the book, so to speak. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I took did, the easy way out. I took the easy way <laughs> out. But uh, Brooks, I, I think I might have mentioned this um, in a previous episode, but I have learned so much uh, studying and preaching the first five books. And it really did uh, strengthen my faith and get me more excited about the future. So I hope and pray, and I, and I do trust, because God's word never comes back void. I know that he uses it in your life, in my life, uh, but for the preacher... Um, I, I just loved it and it was, it was a joy and it was fresh and it was, uh, it seemed timely and, um, I, I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I think anytime I feel like I'm learning a lot, it's always, uh, it's a good thing. I could tell the Holy Spirit was really active. So, and I think it, it lastly about this, this series is, is we see that the triumphant lamb, uh, who is also the lion of the tribe of Judah, uh, that he, we, where we find him. I just love this last week of where we, we picture him. And um, is, is he is kind of in between the father on the throne and the four living creatures. And he's among the, the, the elders. He's among us. That, that uh, He's not ashamed to call us brothers. I love that, that beautiful picture of who our Savior is. And that he is still among us. If you remember way back uh, in, in chapter one, it talks about that he was walking among the lampstands, that he's among the church. And so here you have one who is worthy. Here you have one who is all-powerful, all-knowing, creator God, the Alpha, the Omega, who's among us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what a, what a message for us today. And he should not only be among us, he should be in the center. I mean, it... it he, took, he takes center stage. Jesus takes center stage throughout the Bible. He's the only hero. He takes center stage in the book of Revelation. And, Brooks, I think the message for King's Chapel, I think the message for you and for me is he needs to take and always take center stage in our lives mm-hmm. and, and right on the throne. So that's kind of uh, what I meant to say, and that's kind of a little bit of a look on uh, Revelation chapters. And, one and I like the description uh, you gave of the seven horns, the full power of God, the seven eyes, um, the full knowledge of God, just, you know, the complete, completeness of him and how powerful he is um, was a great description. Uh, well, thank you. And, you know, it's, uh, well, I don't know why I say thank you. I'm <laughs> just telling you what it said, but uh, as if I had anything to do with that. But, um but, you know, it, it's interesting, too, because uh, right in the midst of that, he is a lamb who was slain, mm-hmm. you know, and, and with all the markings of slaughter. And so it, it's this typical picture of Jesus, you know, all powerful, but all meek, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and through that meekness, accessible. So, yep. yeah, it's awesome. So it was a fun challenge you went through for the first time going through preaching about the book of Revelation, mm-hmm. but now going into Holy Week of what you hope to say maybe over the next couple of weeks um, and getting into coming up with Easter. Yeah, you know, uh, for the church and, and for Christian, this Holy Week is uh, the, the most significant week, uh, at least thematically for us. Mm-hmm. You know, we celebrate every Sunday is Easter Sunday because of the reality of that Christ is alive. But I love Holy Week. Um, I really, really do. It's it's a, it, what a what a privilege. And um, this Sunday, uh, what I hope to say is going to be the Palm Sunday. And yeah, yeah. It's a, it's incredible. So, and we're going to look. We're going to actually go to the Gospel of Matthew. Um, the triumphal entry of Christ is in all four Gospels. Um, 
John deals with it a little bit shorter, and, and, and so does Mark. But uh, we're going to – and I love some of Luke's comments. We're going to be in Matthew. And, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but in Matthew, when uh, uh, Jesus is coming into Jerusalem, there's quite a buzz. I mean, and, you know, there's this – loud singing of Hosanna, um, you know, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, which is kind of quoting right out of Psalm 118 and this hope of a Messiah. And uh, a question is asked that I love that we is recorded in the Gospel of Matthew. It's, who is this? Yeah, have you ever seen a stir? Um, and again, I think maybe this time of year, I think of uh, the masters, mm-hmm. you know, when the, when the, the masters is a big roar and everybody wants to know, hey, who caused that big roar? Who caused this uproar? And, uh, you know, the question was asked, what's going on? Who is this? And uh, the answer is pretty amazing. It's obviously Jesus, but the description. <laughs> spoiler alert. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, spoiler alert for every Sunday. It's going to be about Jesus. But so Sunday, what I hope to say is just answering who is this? Um, specifically out of the Gospel of Matthew and some of the details it gives us about Jesus as what kind of king rides a donkey, mm-hmm. and, you know, what, what kind of prophets from Nazareth and, you know, what kind of priest thinks he owns the temple. And so we're going to look at that. And then uh, we're also trying to have communion on Maundy Thursday. Uh, we're, we're trying to uh, order and try to figure out how do we get communion to our people on Monday, <laughs> Thursday, and um, really feel like God's leading me to, to preach on uh, the garden, um, Jesus in the garden. And, and the cool thing, Brooks, is is that I've, I've had the privilege of being there uh, a couple times mm-hmm. in the Garden of Gethsemane, and it's, it's, it's incredible. I yeah, mean, I can I just, only imagine. Oh. So uh, that's going to be Monday, Thursday, which typically is like, other than Christmas Eve, my, one of my favorite services. Mm-hmm. And uh, it'll be different streaming online, um, but uh, look forward to that. And then Easter Sunday, we're going to talk about the resurrection. What do you think? Is that a good idea? That's fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> that everything's there, so, uh, which, which will be great. So that's what I hope to say. And uh, um, this Holy Week, can you all be praying for it, please, uh, that that God's spirit would be uh, just evident moving among us and the gospel would be clear and uh, just pray for this Holy Week because it's going to feel different. You know, we're not going to be able to gather together. Um, and I don't know when we can, uh, but I'm just so grateful that we have ways to connect like this. Yep, we can do virtual communion on Thursday. There you go. Yeah, it's kind of... <laughs> Get it, your it, grape juice and crackers Exactly. <laughs> but we actually uh, are have ordered some stuff to try to get to people. There you uh, go. So I think hopefully, Lord willing, that will come in. Interestingly, Brooks, most of the communion stuff we try to order is on back order. Oh, it's, my gosh. Because yeah, you want to get the ones that are wrapped together, you know. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. uh, we're not the only church who's trying to figure this out. Um, but anyway. You know, and one lastly, uh, just want to say, you know, we're, we are praying for you. And if you have a prayer request, if you want to send that in to me at any time, Pastor Jeff at kingschapelfl.com. That's Pastor Jeff at kingschapelfl.com. I'd love to pray for that. And what I loved about this last Sunday is that we were able to use uh, our text flock note um, Mm -hmm. and send it out before the service and ask for prayer requests. And you got a bunch. I I got a bunch. It was was great. They did listen. A couple of you all sent in. Some some of you double dipped on the prayer request. I'm not going to comment who, (laughs) but, uh, (laughs) but it really was. A privilege on Sunday to be able to pray uh, for folks, and it really felt connected. So, and by the way, uh, we are doing our best to try to get you information. And we know that we're a new church, and we're all volunteers. So, 
Um, sometimes I'm like, ah, oh, are we getting the word out to folks? And if you're not on Flocknote, um, would love for you to uh, email me and I'll, I'll put you on there. Just give me your, your number, your, your email address, and uh, I could do that. Or, you know, we should, we send out typically a weekly update. Sometimes during this COVID-19, we think, ah, oh, we got enough uh, information out. But here's the point. We wanted people to know that we're thinking and praying for them and that we love them. Mm-hmm. And we are the church and, and, uh, um, and, you know, God's called us to love one another. We're trying to do that. And, uh, if you're out there and, and you feel disconnected, give me the privilege of, of praying for you. And, um, would you send a prayer request in? I, I love being a pastor. Uh, what an honor it is and, um, love my, the flock that God has blessed me with. So, um, anyway, mm-hmm. that's just... And uh, for those who don't know, Flocknote is the text messaging system uh, that we use. I, I, yeah, it's fine. No, you good. know, it's, it's fine. But uh, for those that don't know, yeah, so uh, you get weekly uh, text updates as well as the MailChimp, I think, is the email one. So okay. reason code names here. <laughs> <laughs> Typical. Christians do that all the time. So oh, good yeah. clarification, Brooks. Oh, yeah. that, that's awesome. Again, blessings to everybody. I, I look out. Uh, we're sitting outside and the birds are singing and... I'm looking uh, at just a beautiful scene here this morning, and uh, everything seems good, but the reality is, is we know how packed uh, some of our emergency rooms are. We know that we have some friends that we're praying for that uh, have COVID-19, and um, we know these are scary times. So, um, brothers and sisters, be reminded Jesus is worthy. He's on the throne. He's good. Um, He's got us, and let's continue to look to him. Yep, so live streams this Thursday, and then for the foreseeable future on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. What, what time is the service Thursday? Uh, it it won't be this Thursday. It's a yeah. week from Thursday. Week, yeah, a week from Thursday. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be 7 p.m. is what we're planning 7 p.m., okay. Yes, sir. Yep, and so that'll be kingschapelfl.com. I know a lot of people have been tuned in, but if anyone new hasn't done it yet, kingschapelfl.com, and the link for the live stream uh, services will be, be right there. there. Yes, sir. And that's it for this week. Anything else, Jeff? That's it. Blessings, Brooks. Love you, my brother. Have a good one. See you guys soon.